Hello all, Colossians 2 verse 1. For I want you to know how great a struggle I have for you, and for those at Laodicea, and for all who have not seen me face to face, that their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love, to reach all the riches of full assurance of understanding, and the knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Paul here in the beginning of chapter 2 is again talking a little bit about his own struggle. He's mentioned already his imprisonment. We've seen how he's filling up Christ's sufferings in his flesh, somehow taking them on. And now chapter 2 verse 1, his struggle for the Colossians and for those at Laodicea, which is another city very close by. These, he says, have not seen him face to face. And Paul clearly thinks that is important. He's an apostle. He is overseeing their life in some way, keeping an eye over their doctrine. And he thinks it's important that he could see them face to face. And at the moment he can't, but he wishes that he could. Verse 2 is a really good summary of where he's come so far. He wants their hearts to be encouraged, being knit together in love, to reach all the riches of full assurance of understanding and the knowledge of God's mystery, we've heard about it already, which is Christ. The point that Paul's driving at here is that knowing Christ truly encourages hearts, knits the body together in unity and gives full assurance. And this, this is what lies behind Paul's struggles in his ministry. It's why he, in chapter 1, verse 24, rejoices in his sufferings. It's why he seems to be okay with being in prison. Next time, we're going to see how the knowledge of Jesus Christ is absolutely at the centre of this. In chapter 2, he really gets into his main push against those who are troubling the Colossian church. He's about to deal with this issue, finally, that we've spoken about a lot, of decentralising Christ. And that's really where we get to in the end of verse 2 and into verse 3. But I just want to note one other thing today before we dive into that, which is how Paul sees the fellowship of the church being so key in Christian spiritual health. He's concerned for that face-to-face contact in verse 1. And verse 2, his hope for the church is, in part, is that they would be knit together in love. Now, clearly Paul loves these brothers and sisters, even though it's likely he didn't meet them. But he loves them enough to suffer for them, to be in prison for them. And it's possible that when he talks about his struggle, he's even talking about working and struggling to get to see them. So for Paul, this is really a big part of the encouragement of our hearts to have meaningful, loving, self-giving relationships with each other in the church. Christianity is a completely corporate thing. It's very tempting at times uh, to make Christianity about, you know, just me and Jesus and close our eyes and float away on our sentimental feelings. But the truth is much of our faith is worked out together in family and friendships in the church community. Paul writes a similar thing in Ephesians chapter 3. This is his prayer from Ephesians 3. 
For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now that's a very dense prayer and you might sort of hear in it some of the some resonance with some of the language of Colossians. But Paul is saying part of the strength we need to even comprehend the love of God is together with all the saints. We need each other in the Christian life. All alone we are liable to shoot off in all sorts of different directions. All alone we're likely to be vulnerable. All alone we're likely to slip into selfishness. But face to face, knit together in love, there is a deeper understanding of the glory of Jesus and there's encouragement for our hearts. Perhaps at the moment you're living with others and they're driving you mad. Maybe at the moment you're living alone and you're wishing that you could see other people. Either way, let's not take for granted the gift of one another because for Paul it's absolutely at the centre of everything it is to be a Christian.